high interest rates, volatile markets, and recession talks could be standing between you and the retirement that you plan for. Some easy adjustments. And now, Iron Plan Radio with Mal and Shane. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Iron Plan Radio with Mal Mason and Jay Kyle. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. We, uh, let's see, Mal, founder, chairman of Iron Plan Solutions Group, and uh, Che, CEO, advisor, strategic partner, and so much more. You can go to myironplan.com to learn more about them and learn more about what Iron Plan is and what they can do for you. And uh, so you got my attention, Mal. Um, high interest rates, all of those things. Holy cow. Um, so... I thought it would be fun today to kind of dig into some some just basic rules of thumb and if they still are valid or if that thumb has been bent a little bit. We'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, how is, by the way, how are you, Mel? I'm doing great. How about you, Steve? Very, very well. Che, everything good? Everything's sunshine and everybody happy? Well, I wish it was sunshine. We're getting a lot of rain. But, yeah, otherwise everyone's happy, though. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, it's just hot, right? It's just summer. Well, you know, it's it here in the South. It's dog days. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's dog days. It's yes, indeed. Well, I'm there. I'm I'm in the South. I get it. <laughs> the four. So let's talk about the four percent rule. This is something that we've been talking about. I mean, we certainly talked about it on the show before. People have been talking about it since the uh, what early '90s, mid '90s when this uh, when this thing came out. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me about what what is the four percent rule and is it valid and and how do we address it? I believe that the 4% rule came either from Limra or Ibbotson's. I don't remember who, but it's one of your R&D companies on Wall Street. And um, the, the the rule is supposedly a conservative calculation that if you don't exceed the 4% rule in retirement and you started retirement age 65 and you live to expected mortality, which right now for someone who's 65 is Males, 79 and a half, 80 and a half, females, 81, um, assuming they don't smoke. They shouldn't, they shouldn't run out of money. Okay. And, and, so in theory, that so, sounds good. Well, and in, and, and in theory, it works. But um, there's a couple of things that I think, that, like you said, the thumb being bent. Um, if, if you're in the market, especially now, you know, you're tempted to be in the market in your mid-70s because you're worried about inflation. And the only way to outpace some inflation is to be in the market. Right. But if you're in the market and you're spending money and, and you have a negative year, you better hope you're on the four percent rule and not the seven percent rule. Because <laughs> if you're taking if you're taking a money assuming that you're gonna make a positive interest rate every year, that's just not gonna happen. Right. So that four percent rule was a conservative projection that said, you know, if if in twenty years you have four bad years, you should still be okay. Mm-hmm. I think as as I recall, that's that was their reasoning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Steve, there's um, there's a lot of ways to bend that rule. Um, an income rider, mm-hmm. which guarantees your income for life. Yeah. Four um, percent becomes irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, for that matter, you know, uh, everybody who wants to beat up on income riders, income riders always pay more than R- than the than the RMDs mm-hmm. on qualified money. Mm-hmm. So you take RMDs, you could still run out of money. If you had an income rider, you get more money. Mm-hmm. And it's guaranteed for life. Can't outlive it. So, you know, they, there's just a lot of ways. There are um, participating loans and or uh, Roth IRAs. That bends that rule a lot because now we take the taxes out of it. 4% may be too little. Maybe you should be taking more like 6 out of a Roth. Mm-hmm. So I know that's a long answer to that question, but there's a lot of variations to it. Sure. Well, and again, it's it's just something that I think – you know, like since the, the, the mid-90s when, when it became the, the talk of the town, so to speak. But, I mean, this is no longer the early 90s. I mean, we things yeah. have changed. <laughs> we have moved on. It's surprising how far we are from the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Back, yeah. I'm like, gosh, how old are we? I mean, the <laughs> 90s were 30 years ago. <laughs> I know. I mean, sorry. Well, it's you, you, you're not... You're not as young as you used to be, I know. but you're not as old as me, so you're good. That's what I always say. So just to just to sum it up, so the four percent rule is it is it something that should be discussed? Is it a starting point, or should we just ignore it? Well, I think it's a good starting point, especially okay. considering I think it satisfies the RMD for the most part. For a simple, you know, right now they say the RMDs divide the balance by your life expectancy factor. That's hard. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) your balance of your accounts by 26.5. If you multiply your accounts by, you know, 4%, 
you're going to cover your RMD. It's an easier fix. I mean, you might not be down to the dollar, but you'll, you'll cover it enough that it's a simple fix. Well, if you don't have a cash flow analysis mm-hmm. um, where you've mapped out your income and where you're going to take it from and what the rate of return is, if, if you and your advisor have not done that, uh, 4% would probably be a really good habit for you. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, when I say habit, it's not a rule. It, it should become a habit because you really don't have any idea if you haven't done that projection. You're, you're kind of hoping. And so you need to hope conservatively, not hope aggressively. <laughs> well, hope isn't a strategy. I've heard that. Oh, well, that, that's that, true. That, that, thank you. Um, folks, if you want to get a head start, it's 888-532-0503. That's the number that can get you in. So the 4% rule, here's one that I like. It's the rule of 72. Break that down for me. Well, it's, it's probably my favorite rule. It's probably is it the really? One I teach. Oh, good. I'm glad you it, like it. it. It, it is. It's probably the one I teach most often from because okay. we're always talk we're always talking about a sum of money and growing it forward. I think back to my managerial finance days in college where you, we used to build uh, a one, a two, a three, a four tables. Now I'm really telling on myself. I don't even think that exists in college anymore. But but you you take a, a sum of money, you grow it at a certain interest rate over a period of time, and that that really one of the best cheat rules is rule seventy two, which is if you take your rate of returns, let's say it's eight, and you divide that into 72, then that sum of money will double every nine years. Eight times nine is 72. Sure. Okay, sign me up. Seven. If it's 7%, <laughs> it's 10. And I do a lot of calculations on the fly in our first two meetings just so the client can understand. Um, you know, l- l- let's take someone that's 45 that's going to retire when they're 70. If 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 they have a 8% rate of return, then the, their money's going to double at 54 it's 63 and it's 70. We're going to have three doubles. If you have $200,000, that's 400, 800, 1.6. That person never imagined that that money would be 1.6 at 870. Right. Compounding interest is the eighth wonder of the world, according to Einstein. And I would agree. Yeah. And it's just an easy way to calculate it. Yeah. Sure. It makes you seem like a math genius. It does. <laughs> well, I mean, when you start talking about doubling your money, I mean, that's a that's something to get your head wrapped around and and to be then to see that and the math doesn't lie. I mean, that's that's just the reality, right? Absolutely. And you know, I hear I hear people talk about passive income, which is a different subject. And passive income is income that you receive that you really aren't popping a clock for or working for every day. Yeah. Is there any greater passive income than compounding interest? I don't think so. So, you know, I always wondered when those gurus get on, you know, TV or on YouTube and they talk about all these different types of passive income and they never talk about compounding interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, well, if I'm just in stocks now, there isn't a, a fixed rate of return on stocks, so it doesn't work for that. But that, that common sense would tell you that. Well, you could use an average rate of return. I mean, yeah. it, all right. It, so that's what like, it comes down to, doesn't it? To an extent. But yeah. let me tell you what you don't want to use. You don't want to use a hypothetical rate of return. If like, for instance, um, We'll use our old buddy, uh, Dave Ramsey. Okay. The 12% mutual fund that he talks about. I want to, I want that. I, I will buy it right now, <laughs> but that is a hypothetical rate. There's, you know, you make and show where a, if you, if you massage the numbers, you can show where any particular fund, whether it's EFT, it doesn't matter, whatever it is, you can massage it to, to make it look like it made 12 over a two year, three year, five year period. But over a 10 year period, you're not going to find very many funds that, Average 12%. Average 12%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, so, and, and, Sign me and, and you know, our industry in the early 90s reacted to that. And we were like, hey, you you can't project. Uh, I remember on variable life and variable annuity contracts, they were projecting a 12% rate of return. And FINRA and, and the SEC stepped in and said, whoa, 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 whoa what are you doing? <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it's better to, um, to under-promise and over-deliver. Yeah. Yep. So uh, be sure that when you're looking at that rate of return that it's reasonable for compounding and and not, you know, double. I'm not going to tell you you won't get double digits, but if you're 55 years old and you're shooting for double digits, you're late. Yeah, and you're not going to get them every year. All right. Well, let's. So we got one more uh, before we run out of time, and this one is good. I, I still talk about it. It's uh, that magic number of 65. So that's where I think a lot of us just think, okay, that's retirement. But you got to go deeper than that. You really do. I mean, I think that was the old retirement age when everyone died at 70. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, you were only, I mean, when they came out with it, they didn't expect you to be here for 10, 20 years later. Talk about 30 years later. I mean, 30 years after 65 is 95. 
I mean, we all have grandparents that have lived that long now. Right. So it's not realistic to think that uh, the 65 hasn't moved also, that magic number, you know, with right. the times, uh, medical costs being what they are, people are living longer, healthier. We should be working longer in order to, to cover those bills in retirement. Well, Jay, you call it the longest vacation of your life. Mm -hmm. You know, if you think back in the mid-70s, early 80s, I, I don't know the percentage, but the, a large percentage of the people smoked and oh, it, yeah. then they would, they would quit at retirement. So if you smoked all your life and your expected mortality was 78, it's, it's already 72, 73. So I remember seeing something at the equitable that the average retiree in the mid eighties uh, expectancy was 72 or 73. Well, preparing for eight years of retirement is no big deal. Exactly. But, but today, um, you know, I'm, 56 years old. So, um, they expect me to, to bump around 83, 84 years old. If I walk out the door at 65, my task is much greater. I can tell you one thing that, that the good news is, is that people are more aware that retirement is not an entitlement. They're more open to working part-time to continuing to work an extra three or four years because the math just doesn't add up. Mm -hmm. And, and if you throw inflation in there at a true rate, and when I say true rate, let's just say you sh an average rate of four, forget that it's nine or eight or whatever they're lying to you about. Um, but you throw a true inflation rate of four in there and most plans kind of go off the sidewalk there. You, they, especially if you want to go at 65. Fair enough. Mel, uh, Che, let's go ahead and, uh, you know, invite folks to call. We've kind of wet their appetite. Let's get folks online and start filling up that calendar. Sure. Listeners, it's time to act. With all the unpredictability in the markets, the economy, and the world, it's important to be proactive and not reactive. Take that first step right now by calling in to schedule your conversation with us. This is where we get to know your story, the story of your money, and any concerns you have right now. This analysis will include a fee report and risk assessment to help you recognize unnecessary losses in your portfolio and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. Second, we'll perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. We'll also develop a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies, which can strengthen your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning for you. So for the next 10 callers, that's a comprehensive financial review that we're providing complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, Jay. 888-532-0503 is the number to call. You'll get that comprehensive financial review that she just described, and you'll get all the extras as well. And there's no cost, no obligation. When you walk out the door, you've got a roadmap that can help guide you to help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 888-532-0503. 888-532-0503. We are going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we are going to round out the list of retirement rules. I'll put that in quotes and how to protect your nest egg. We are back on Iron Plan Radio with Mal Mason and Jake Kyle and consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And uh, we have been having a fun time. I like these rules, guys. Uh, I, you know, these are things that we always hear about. And we, I think a lot of folks just, I mean, for me, it's, it, you know, I just think everybody must know this stuff. But then I realized, no, they don't. No, they don't, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the origin of, of this whole uh, radio show was education. Um, right. You know, we, we, we grew weary of looking at each other after a meeting and going, well, you know, wow. I mean, you know, what, what we were 15 minutes in when we realized that they didn't know. So we decided we would, we would reset that and we would start focusing on, you know, basic fundamental educations. We find that informed people make better decisions and they're more comfortable with that decision long-term. So, you know, th throw the, the sales talk and all that crap and, and all the proposals, throw that out the window and let's talk about the reality of your money and let's talk about it in real terms. And then once we feel like we, we have a common understanding of, of the, the way you're wired with your money and the way we help you get, obtain and succeed and reach those goals. Well, then, then we can bring in the, the tools that help um, prove our case. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when we're talking about it, we're talking about algebra. When, when we start showing our work, that's after we understand what we're trying to do. And to, to equate that to, to uh, algebra in college is 
you talk about it in theory and then you apply the application of it. If you, if you start with the application, you, you'll never understand why they put the alphabet in the math. It, it's just it's a lo- losing proposition. Okay. I like your logic. I like the way that worked out. 888-532-0503. So one of the rules that we're going to talk about now is the old 60-40 stock bond rule. Um, <coughs> boy, the last couple of years, that kind of is uh, out the window, huh? Yeah. <coughs> you okay yeah, there, Mel? Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm joking on that. <laughs> Every time I think about that, I think about the old, and boy, you know, we always catch heat for this, and I don't care. Oh, you 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 got to hold that position. Okay, well, that might have worked in the '70s when you got one publication every two weeks. But right. the market's run. The market is running at the speed of light, and it is online. <laughs> so you just go ahead and hold, mm-hmm. and Wall Street will buy the put on your position and eat your lunch. So go ahead and hold. Which is why they were taught to say that to begin with. By the way, Steve, what's that? It don't. It doesn't work. Buy, hold Buy and hold. Yeah. Don't sell it. It'll come back. Well, why should I have to wait on it? To come? Why can't I sit in cash? And when it hits where I think the bottom is, I can buy it back. And I may miss it by a little bit. People say, oh, you can't time the market. No, but you can see the train coming. Are you smart enough to step off the tracks? <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the 60-40 rule is the same thing. Well, why do you think it's 60 stocks, 40 bonds? Well, we want you to stay 100% in the market. There's nobody that said 60-30-10 where you should have 10% in cash just in case an opportunity comes along. Oh, no, that makes way too much sense. <laughs> yeah. There's too much greed. They want all of it. Yeah. And and 60-40, how do you throw a blanket over that? What if the guy is 62 and he's home? Oh, geez. Yeah. Why is he in equity? I mean, you, you really got, you know, okay, 20, 30% equities maybe? Why is he at risk? Yeah. I mean, why is he not an equity indexed annuity where he can never lose and have all the upside? Mm-hmm. He's home. We're not twisting wrenches and building rockets no more. Right. That guy's ready to go. On the other hand, you got a guy 45 years old. His kids are in school. He he spent every dime he had getting them there, and he, he's, he's ready to start planning for retirement. Well, yeah, maybe 60-40. Absolutely. Maybe 70-30. Yeah. But that's a whole different creature than the guy that's not, not knocking on retirement's door. Right. Well, I mean, again, knocking on retirement's door, and and if somebody says, well, it's just a paper loss, don't worry about it. Hey, I'm going <laughs> to retire next year. It's better. It's worse than a paper loss. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, when that guy has to work to 68 to mm. get even, yeah. tell him it was paper. Right, exactly. And I mean, again, but those are the things that we've heard over the years, right? I mean, that's what that's what I've heard, certainly. Well, who's well, teaching those lessons? Yeah. <laughs> who's well, teaching yeah. that class? Well, again, well, again, you know, behavioral finance is a, is a fascinating subject to me. And, and uh, just the lack of knowledge that people have about what what should be basic, as you said at the beginning, Mel, you know, common sense. Well, well, and, you know, Steve, let me let me take your side there for a minute on behavioral finance. Behavioral finance, I'm a fan of being misled and lied to by someone who's going to benefit from that from that lie. I mean, don't get me started on Wall Street. You know me. <laughs> yep. I talk about if you can eliminate your relationship with the bank, Wall Street, and the IRS, then and only then can you achieve wealth. That, that I've said that forever. And you can't do it completely, but you, you need to try to mitigate as much of it as you can. Mm-hmm. And that 60-40 rule is just hogwash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all it is. And, and well, again, but I'm it's, off my but soapbox. It, but it's it's well, yeah, and but it's something that sticks in our head, something that we've heard over the years. Yeah. So I think for a lot of folks, that's just what they think, right? It's catchy. It is it's indeed. Catchy. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. I like this next one too. It's the 100 minus your age rule. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that is that a good one? Is that still valid? I like it. Yeah, we like it. Okay, you know, good. You know, as, as you get older, you should be uh, less adverse to risk. So um, uh, the bigger your age. So say you're 65, 65 minus 135. So 65 in equities <laughs> and 35 in bonds maybe. Um, but like you said, it still is about risk and also where our client is at that time when they talk to us. And, and again, if that person is home, mm-hmm. that should be inverted. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and what type of equities are we talking about? Okay. Are we talking about balanced equities? Mm-hmm. You know, are, are we talking about a value-based equity? Are we talking about technology stock? Um, there's different kinds of risk. What I'm saying is if you're shopping for a 15% rate of return and you're 65, mm. something bad wrong. Yeah, mm. Exactly. You are bad wrong. rolling the dice. <laughs> <laughs> so what and, a- unless, you, unless you're loaded and you're looking to hit a home run, mm-hmm. 
I mean, I understand that. If, you, if you've got it and you, you want to swing at the fence, go ahead. But, you know, a lot of times when you swing at the fence, you miss. Indeed. The uh, So what about the some folks I've, I've read now talk about 110 minus your age? Is that more realistic this time? <laughs> My daughter's life expectancy is uh, one, what, 109, one, 110. Goodness. She She's 20, going to be 24 in August. Wow. So that makes sense to me. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, you know what, what, what should be happening here, Steve, is a strategy uh, that, that we call sound income strategies, and it's total return equals uh, interest plus growth. And most people get that backwards because they want to they wanna get growth and then buy bonds with it. Why, why not, especially if you're 60, why not buy bonds, take the coupon rate, whatever that is, let's say it's 5%, and invest that in the equities market? and buy value-based equities with a dividend. That's so much smarter. Even at 50, that's smarter than exposing your your principal. I mean, you take a 40% loss on 200 grand, you're eight years out from breaking even. And if you don't believe me, go back to 08. <laughs> sure. You know, so, so yeah. I, I, you know, and people say, oh, I, I, I made it back in 2011. Okay, you were lucky. There's a bunch of people out there, it was 2014, when they were getting even. If you'd have been in bonds the whole time, You'd have been making ten thousand dollars that you'd been investing in equities, and when the market took a just a nosedive, what were you buying in '09 with your ten percent? Mm -hmm. You were you were you, it was like a a fire sale. You were buying it at dirt cheap. Mm -hmm. What was the value of that stock six years later? Because you bought it so cheap. Oh no! Oh, and you was just ordinary stupid when you was making five percent every year while everybody took a beating. You know, I mean, they they just it just. It's not rocket science. Right. The problem is people are greedy and they want it now. Mm. And and long-term financial success is methodical and disciplined. It and really is. If you get lucky and hit a home run, that's fine. But don't tell everybody how you did it because it's not going to work out for everybody. It's not guaranteed to happen again. Right. Well, and again, you start talking about stocks and, and the, the various sectors. Um, and... So the last few years, it's kind of been tech stocks, energy stocks. Do you see a shift happening? Um, I, we do see a shift, but it not not like it's odd. I wish that that Carl, who handles this for us, was was in on the show here. Um, the shift to, to say we're going to shift away from technology, I think, would also have to include that we're going to shift away from blockchain technology. Well, that's not, we're not gonna happen. Go, we're not going to do that. Um, five years ago, I would have never given you any of my time to, to have a logical conversation about cryptocurrency because it's unregulated. It wasn't accepted. I understand some people made some money and good for them. But when today, when you start looking around and people like Vanguard and, and BlackRock are opening cryptocurrency index funds, mm, yeah. that's a sign that the world is starting to be more receptive to an alternative currency. And, you know, at some point in the next, Two years, we believe, and it's just our belief that currency will be kept digitally um, simply because it makes more sense. Okay. Does that make you I, nervous? You know, well, yeah, because everybody, change makes everybody nervous. Sure. Nobody likes, everybody is resistant to change. But the point is, it's efficient. It's coming. Now, the negative to that is, let's not anybody act like it's it's not them meddling in our business. Oh, yeah. It is that. It is about that. Mm -hmm. But it, it is also more efficient. I will tell you this. For all you guys out there that know what I'm talking about, there will be zero float. There will be no more. The days of float are gone. Mm. The only people that's going to experience float will be the bank and, and LIBOR. So, um, you know, so whatever that is, but to answer your question, technology, um, you know, I honestly believe that in the next 10 years, we're going to see a market that has more opportunities than the industrial revolution. Wow. Um, okay. I like what that. that what that means, uh, you know, I don't know. You, you know, what scares me is that it's so advanced, like AI. Mm. Are we going to wish we'd have never heard of that? I, you know, I don't know, but there's... It does give you pause, though, doesn't it? Ha have you seen the movie Terminator? <laughs> I mean, it, it makes Good you... Point. I'm thinking, oh, oh. Yeah, well, I'll be back. <laughs> I hope, exactly. I, I hope somebody comes from the future and saves us. That's all I know. <laughs> well, on that note, we need to we need to invite folks to call, come on in, have these conversations with you to make sure everything is going to work out right. Hey, everybody. It's uh, with all the unpredictability in the market and the economy in the world, it's time to be proactive and not reactive. We invite you to take that step right now. Come in, develop your roadmap with us. Let us do a 
a cash flow analysis. Let us build you a rough draft that's yours, 100% free of charge. You can take it with you. You can engage us whichever way you want to do it. But it will be a very logical and intimate conversation with your money with people who only want to see you succeed. In addition to that, we'll analyze your taxes and see if we can increase your cash flow with some simple strategic planning. And again, that custom plan of how you're going to spend your money, when you're going to spend your money, and a reasonable rate of return to make sure you don't outlive your money, we think that's priceless. So we want to invite you to come take advantage of that. Again, free of charge, no obligation. You can call us at 888-532-0503, or you can look us up on the on the web at uh, www.myironplan.com. That sounds great, folks. There's, again, as, as Mel just said, no cost, no obligation. You just find out what your investments are really costing you in terms of fees or commissions. Do you really know? How about future tax implications? Yep, we'll talk about that too. And how much income you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement. So make that call today, 888-532-0503, 888-532-0503. Quick break, we're coming back. And when we do, we're shifting the focus to Social Security, everybody's favorite topic. Uh, There's a lot of things to consider and many questions to answer and 2,700 rules to navigate. That's what Social Security brings you. And so we're going to have a social... back on Iron Plan Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Mal Mason is here. Che Kyle is here. And uh, Mal, of course, founder and chairman of Iron Plan Solutions Group. He's been helping folks for more than 30 years. Uh, a fiduciary. Yes, uh, C- uh, Che is CEO, advisor, strategic partner as well at myironplan.com. That's the website. And uh, so, all right, you ready for uh, you ready to talk about Social Security? Let's just kind of do that. Let's do it. All right. So, I mean, (laughs) when you talk about Social Security, and I know that's a part of what you do, I mean, it's such an important part of anybody's retirement plan. And, and, you know, we we can't ignore it, certainly. Yeah. I mean, uh, lots of people plan a lot of their retirement on Social Security. Um, Mm -hmm. Some people a little bit too much. um, But we all worked, you know, uh, for our our retirement, um, putting into this big bucket of money, hoping that we're going to get some of it back in retirement. So, but like you said, there are so many rules and regulations that there are lots of different ways to, to take it. It can affect how much you get in benefits, how long you're having benefits for. Um, so it really is important to have a plan. I have a sit down talk with a, with an investment advisor that could actually give you these answers of when's the best time to take it? What would it look like if I took it early? What if I waited a couple of years? What if I waited for full retirement age? Um, what if I had a part-time job? How would that affect my social security? Uh, a financial planner can answer all those questions for you. Sure. A good one. Well, and, and here's what's interesting. <laughs> the, 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 social sec- the social security administration can't answer those questions. It's the truth. You call that 1-800 number and you can stay on the phone and, uh, <laughs> Uh, it's it's frustrating for uh, for our clients. It's frustrating. Heck, it's frustrating for me when I'm helping my clients with that. <laughs> like, you know, it's it's not a it's not a fun experience. You can go down there, sit in line with, you know, 40, 50 other people that look just as sad as you do, um, <laughs> and at the end, still not get the answers you wanted. You're like, that didn't help at all. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so, well, I mean, at least they... if you go in there with a plan or an idea of what you're going to have, um, it seems to be a lot more helpful to those clients that have a roadmap of what's going to happen. This, 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 this. Oh, well, since you know the answers, it they'll be a lot more helpful. It's amazing. Well, and in their defense, um, Tay and I have both given advice, especially when they were making all the social security changes four or five years ago. And the advice we would give, we would actually print it and they would take it with them. And they'd say, no, no, I don't, I'm not certain that, that the, the, our client would tell them we're not, we don't think that's right. And they'd hand them the paper and the people at Social Security office would walk walk off, come back, and go. You know, you're right. Let me help you get that benefit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, you know, again, I don't. I don't even blame the people that work there. The, it should be, um, it should be the people who run Social Security's job to make sure that they bring those people up to speed. And you know, they stay forever. It's not like they're new. <laughs> sure. You know, and, and but I, I just. Uh, when you talk to them, you honestly know that nobody's ever said that to them before. So um, do your homework before you go down there. Mm-hmm. All right. Help you a lot. And and so let's get into this quiz. You want to quiz me or you want me to quiz you? 
Okay, uh, let's let's. I'll quiz you. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll quiz you. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll I'm ready. <laughs> All right. I I I I'm fairly knowledgeable. I'll just tell you that up front. Okay. Number one. In most cases, if I take benefits before my full retirement age, they will be reduced for early filing. Well, that one's true. I can oh. say that with confidence. Yay. <laughs> well, an 89% I see of the respondents actually got that right. Yeah. So that's pretty I good. Mean, well, that sounds like common sense. So, you know, 89% of them have it. That's amazing. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, okay. Oh, yeah. If I'm receiving benefits before my full retirement age and continue to work, my benefits might be reduced based on how much I make. Hmm, that's going to be uh, true. That is true. 82% of respondents answered that correctly. Okay, so the you numbers know, are going down. <laughs> the numbers are going down. That means that means 18% people of people think that, hey, if I work, my benefits will stay the same. Oh, that's going to hurt you in the butt. And, I mean, yeah. it really will. Like, so, yeah. Um, if I have a spouse, he or she can receive benefits from my record, even if he or she has no individual earnings history. Hmm, that's a tricky one. Um, but I'm going to say true. It is true. It is true. Um, 72% of respondents got that r right. And okay. that means, you know, get almost 30% yeah. have it wrong. I mean, wow. Well, because it's, it sort of seems like a tricky question, you know, well, how yeah, do I get true. benefits if I didn't work? Um, number four, if you have a spouse, if I have a spouse and he or she passes away, I will receive both my full benefit and my deceased spouse full benefit. If only that were true. I know. <laughs> That's false. Uh, if it was true, I think there'd be, well, you know, there'd wow, be a problem. Gosh. There'd be a problem. <laughs> We'd make some good insurance money. Um, I'm <laughs> I'm <laughs> That's that's not right. She didn't um, mean that. I didn't mean that. But, okay. you know, you're right. If that was true, can you imagine? I mean, so he <laughs> passes away and I still get a social security. Yeah, well, mm. let's see. And, like, can can uh, you say an episode of Dateline? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. Another for, uh, for the first 48 hours, right? Well, exactly. Oh, yep, exactly right. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we're having this little quiz about social security. And these are things that, and we're basing it on, uh, or this quiz is based on, you know, what people actually know. No, and so I, I kind of like that. Folks, if you want to get a head start, it's 888-532-0503. Let's keep going. Okay. I like this one. Generally, if I'm in a same-sex marriage, there are different eligibility requirements when it comes to Social Security retirement benefits. Uh, no, that'd be false because that'd be crazy. Exactly. You know, but some people still think we're a little backwards. And, and you know, in this case, they're not that backwards. They're, you know, okay. they, yeah. they're recognizing it. So that's good. 65% of respondents answered that correctly. Um, but like you said, knowledge is power. That means 35% didn't know it. They got it wrong. Yeah. Wow. Huh? Mm -hmm. Um, all right. So let's keep going. The money that comes out of my paycheck for social security <laughs> goes into a specific account for me I'm sorry. and remains, he laughed at this question <laughs> and remains there earning interest until I begin to receive social security benefits. Oh, I love that idea. I got a lockbox in it there and it's got my name engraved on as a big old key Yep, every week. They put the money in there. That's no, awesome. that doesn't happen. <laughs> Could you imagine if they did that? You started working 30 years ago and you had money put away. Oh, I man. Mean, that'd be, wow. That'd be there's, a good there's too many crooked people that's going to go take that money <laughs> yeah, and no leave an kidding. IOU there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> we, we need to send that to Jesse Waters for Waters World. And he can put that in when he goes out and interviews the people in public. Yep. That's a great question right there. We, I, I wonder what they would come up with, well, considering they didn't know who George Washington was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. <laughs> I mean, no kidding. So they asked him, they said, uh, who was the first president of the United States? And then nobody, one girl got it right. Oh, wow. And then they come back and they said, well, who, who was the general that led, led, led us to, to victory in the war and the war on independence? They didn't get that right. And they oh. said, well, it was the first president of the United States. <laughs> oh my gosh. You, <laughs> it almost sounds like trick questions, but it really isn't. No, I know. Okay. I understand. Yeah. Under current law, social security benefits could be reduced by 20% or more for everyone by 2035. Well, I think, unfortunately, that is true. That is true. Yeah. Um, well, so and 60 percent of respondents got that right. And that means 40 percent, almost half of the population do not know that that could happen. I mean, that's amazing. Right. That but, amazing. but see, this to me just goes to how much people really don't know. And, and these are the kinds of things. I mean, some of these, you know, are tricky, but but to just get that message out there. And that's why we're doing this. And that's what motivates you guys is to is to teach. It really is. So if I file for retirement benefits and have dependent children age 18 or younger, they also may qualify for Social Security benefits. Well, I'd like to think that's true. Is it? It is true. Okay, good. It is true. So They call that blackout, don't they? Or is that for the spouse? That's for that's the, the spouse. spouse. Yeah. That's for the spouse, yeah. 
Um, number nine, if I get divorced, I might be able to collect social security benefits based on my ex-spouse's social security earnings history. Yes, that's true. And you can tell them. I know. I know that is true. And, uh, you know, we've had some clients that actually they were surprised when they did, yeah. when they realized they could get their ex-husband's social security. They didn't remarry. It had been, you know, they were anyways. Um, it's that's some good news that some people didn't know about. Oh, sure. <laughs> All right. But, but again, uh, though, I mean, again, if you were married for 10 years and you're not remarried, I mean, that's when this all sort of falls into place, right? Very true. Very true. I mean, you have to follow within that window. You can't have, you know, right. you know the pool boy with you. Um, you really have <laughs> got to unmarry. You, you so. can if you're dating. Okay. You just can't marry. <laughs> you just can't marry him. What an incentive not to get married. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to them, everybody. Yeah. Okay. So undercurrent. So Bitter party law. of one. I know. <laughs> oh goodness. Undercurrent social security law. Full retirement age is sixty-five, no matter when you were born. Oh. Well, no, we just talked about that. We did just talk about that. I'm glad you're paying attention, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that sixty-five number. I mean, that, that for a time. I mean, what back in 1940? That that was the retirement that was the, age. That was the retirement age. And almost half of the people got that wrong. Almost half. I mean, 40, 40. I mean, really, 44%. Got See, that that's wrong. what I mean. People think yeah, they're living they by think old that 65, rules. Yeah, that, that's the golden number. It's not. Mm -hmm. um, if I delay taking Social Security benefits past the age of 70, I will continue to get delayed retirement credit increase each year I wait. Cha-ching. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> no. No. Oh. <laughs> no, they want you to take your money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that is false. That is false. All right. Um, and then 12, Social Security retirement benefits are subject to income tax, just like withdrawals from a traditional individual retirement account. Mm, again, that's a tricky one. Um, I'm going to say false. You are that's correct. correct. That's correct. See, but, I, you know, you would think that it is tricky because um, are they going to take taxes out of it, even though I've already paid taxes on it? <laughs> My income before. Um, so, yeah, it yeah. is It is false, though. It, there is, it's not exactly the income tax as if for a traditional IRA. Right. The, 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 this should go with the, the meme that's on Facebook right now where the, the, the young guy's sitting on a wall and he says, I'm going to tell you something's messed up. What's messed up is when you make money and they tax it and then you go buy something and then you have to pay taxes on that. And then you buy something else and you have to pay taxes on that. And then when you die, you have to pay taxes on that. <laughs> so the, the answer, the convoluted answer here is uh, on 12 is no, unless you and your spouse make more than forty-two or forty-three thousand dollars a year, and then eighty-five percent of it becomes taxable. So why couldn't it just be yes or no, Steve? Yeah, I think that's <laughs> I, I like that. Why couldn't it be? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just yes or no. But it, I mean, everything in the code's written that way, and there's a lot of common sense when you when you hear people talk about flat taxes. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it'll ever happen, but it's a lot of common sense to it. Yeah, Steve, I think you did great. I think you only missed one. All just right. barely. Well, yeah. All I think, right. Well, and sign that man up. <laughs> I well, know. Uh, but again, you see, I pay attention to when you when you guys are talking about these things, because you know I'm getting close. <laughs> so, <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> all right, let's uh, work another seven years. It's <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. All right, so let's uh, yeah, let's invite folks to call. Come on in and and uh, really have these conversations. Hello, folks. It's time to act. With all the unpredictability in the markets, the economy, and the world, it's important to be proactive and not reactive. Take that first step right now by calling in to schedule your conversation with us. This is where we get to know your story, the story of your money, and any concerns you have right now. This analysis will include a fee report and risk assessment to help you recognize unnecessary losses in your portfolio and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. Second, we'll perform a tax analysis to help reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. We'll also develop a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies, which could strengthen your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning for you. So for the next 10 callers, that's a comprehensive financial review that we are providing complimentary with no obligations. Hey, that sounds great. Jay, let's go ahead and make that call while you're thinking of it today. That's 888-532-0503. It's a comprehensive financial review, and it's a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 888-532-0503. Again, 888-532-0503. We do need to take another quick break, but when we come back, it's question and answer time. Uh, And 
we are back for our final segment on Iron Plan Radio with Mal Mason and Jake Kyle. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. This These shows go by so quickly, guys. I, I really enjoy it. I mean, it makes, it, you know, the, the information is really good, and you guys just keep it, just keep things moving. I like it. Well, I'm, I'm glad that, um, that you enjoyed. You know, one of the most difficult things to do at, at any level when I used to coach is it's one thing to coach. It's another thing to coach and everybody have fun. Right. Um, and you know, we, we try to, we try to make sure that, um, we, we don't want anybody to dread us giving them good information. Oh yeah. So. Well, I mean, it's, in, I, I mean, it can be intimidating sitting down with an advisor. I mean, you know, you're, you're really being, you're really taking what has been closely held private to just lay it all out for somebody for, for you guys, but yeah. you're not here I mean, to judge. That's not what you do. Exactly. And it's not secret information. I right. Think, you know, we just want to make sure that they're informed. Right. Well, I like that. And, and, um, well, okay. Um, so t- are you guys doing seminars? Are you back in that world? No, sir. Not yet. All right. Um, and I, you know, I don't know that we, that we will, um, for a number of reasons, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's tempting because we did it for years and we have some great clients that come from that environment. Um, but the, you know, COVID changed a lot of things. Um, we, we really enjoy, um, using, uh, social media, radio and so on. And, um, but, but we, you know, I, I think our, our purpose there is that, you know, which way can we reach the most people and we can certainly reach more people on YouTube and on the radio. Um, and you know, we do enough of it that we like to tell people, Hey, I'm gonna put you at rest. If you reach out to us and, and you, you inquire about a asset map or whatever, um, we already know the numbers for every 10 people that contact us, four of them are going to hire us. They're ready. Yep. Two of them will hire us in six months and the other four never will. Che and I, we don't, we check our feelings at the door. It becomes class. We teach it. We do the math. If they want to develop a relationship, we do it. If they don't, then there's no harm, no foul. Right. Take the information and good luck. Very good. Folks, 888-532-0503. Well, let's get some questions in here before we run out of time. Uh, Gail's up first. She's wondering, I have a 40K with a company I retired from this year. Can I convert those funds to my Roth IRA? I don't want to convert all the funds because the tax bill would be too much. Can I convert just part of the funds to my Roth IRA and then roll the rest of my 401k funds to my traditional IRA? Uh, Gail, yes, yes, and yes. Good enough. Um, but there are some, again, there's no yes, there's no yes or no. Um, so if I have a 401k with a company I retired from this year, can I convert those funds to my Roth? You can, you can do partial, whatever. Uh, beware that what's converted, the taxes will have to come from a separate source of money. In other words, if you want to convert a hundred thousand and the tax is 20 grand, the 20 grand has to come from an account other than the 401k. Don't ask me why. Why not just let them net it out? The IRS gets their money. I don't get that, but whatever, you know, again, I don't get that either. So, I mean, do you anticipate that ever changing? Uh, you know, before, um, the, the last legislation, uh, secure Mm 2.0, I'd have said no, but, when they wrote that act, it gives me hope that Congress has pulled their head out of the dirt and said, you know, these tax laws only benefit us. They don't benefit the public at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe, maybe they'll change it. I think they should. I can tell you that everyone would do it if they would allow that to happen. And they would do it systematically so that their tax bracket didn't change too much. Sure. But, you know, you could easily move that money out over five years into a Roth. And, you know, the IRS got their money. Mm-hmm. I don't understand well, That's yeah. the deal. The whole reason for RMDs is they want their money. Mm-hmm. And if you did um, it that way, they would get it without question. Exactly. Hey, and, and sooner. And here's an idea. Sooner and $32 trillion in debt, we need it. Mm, <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, right. uh, yeah. so and there then there's go. that. So there you go, Gail. Give us a call, 888-532-0503. Peggy has a question. She says, I'm four years away from retirement, and I already have enough income for retirement. I have a year's worth of expenses in my checking account. Is there a certain balance I should keep in a checking account when my retirement accounts are set? Wow, Peggy, we're proud of you. You've done a great job. I mean, four years away from retirement and already have enough in her retirement account. Uh, We would definitely want to make sure that she's, that her accounts are balanced across the board and she's not at risk to lose any of that, that she's stocked away for retirement. Um, But also with a year's worth of expenses in her checking account, um, although right now the interest rates are doing pretty well at the bank, that's not always the case. So I would suggest three to six months in her checking account would be plenty as an emergency funds, 
um, while her other accounts, that way her money can grow somewhere else, you know, sure. let it grow. Um, she doesn't need it right now. She has six. I mean, especially if she's already ready to retire four years early, that's, that's amazing. So, yeah. I mean, again, if she's, uh, if she says, uh, you know, she's got that much in her checking account, could we, could you put that into, um, you know, something else that, that's pretty liquid where she could make a couple bucks? Of course, exactly. As Miles mentioned before, sound income strategies, uh, we could put it there where she would have access to it. It'd be liquid. Um, and then it could, it could sort of hedge against inflation as, as, uh, you know, as her retirement comes into play and, and she starts spending some of those retirement accounts down. All right. 888-532-0503. Peggy, give us a call. Love to hear from you. Uh, all right, let's go on to John. John says, an IRA is being willed to me. Now, if I inherit it before the age of 59 and a half, can I have it sent directly to my own IRA? And what are the tax implications? Uh, no. No. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, this, um, this gets a little tricky, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It does. Um, let's see. Uh, if you if you inherit an IRA before age 59 and a half, you can move it to a different inherited IRA, mm -hmm. but you can't move it to an individual IRA. And here's why. Um, it's an inherited IRA from the grantor um, to the beneficiary because they wanted it to be for uh, to continue. Uh, and not have to pay all the taxes at one time and to, to, and, and not be broke a year after they have it. Mm -hmm. That's why it was, hopefully that's why it was put in an inherited IRA. Moreover, you have 10 years to take the money out of that IRA and pay the taxes. Mm -hmm. The the wrong thing to do would be to take more than that, uh, over take, let's say you took it out over two or three years because the, that's going to be added to your income. It's going to increase your, your marginal income tax bracket. Mm -hmm. So it needs to be a systematic strategy. And if, you know, 10 years works fine or whatever, but the cutoff is 10 years at 10 years at, at nine years and 364 days, you need to take the balance. <laughs> that's gotta be a closed account. Right. Exactly. Um, and, and it used to be five, but, um, you know, and then there, there's also another calculation where it's based on, um, if if you're young enough, it's based on um, you can you can execute the right to take it over your life expectancy. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, if if the difference in age, right? Mm -hmm. Not more than yeah, ten years younger than the original account owner. Right. Oh, okay. Boy, there's a lot of little rules there, aren't there? Yeah, I almost, I almost uh, uh, omitted that one, so I'm glad I caught myself. Well, yeah, and and I mean so. Again, with the elimination of the stretch IRA, I think a lot of people's philosophy going in, I mean, the, the stretch IRA was a way to pass on generational wealth. You've had to take a different approach now. Yeah, they're making sure you do. <laughs> well, and while we're on that subject real quick, let me, yeah. let me, hit, let me hit on this. If you're in the perfect set of circumstances and you, you will an IRA to a, just a regular 401k and, and the beneficiary is your, your son. And let's say that you have an estate tax problem. Your son owes income taxes at his income tax bracket, but he also owes the estate tax before he gets it. Mm. Mm. We could be talking about 70% of the account balance. Okay. Wow. So in which case, everybody said, well, what do you do about that? The first thing I do is I introduce you to a really good trust attorney. Mm -hmm. And together, he and I'll fix that problem. But uh, don't get caught. You know, the problem with people who save a lot of money, they don't spend it. And then it seems like everybody figures out a way to get a piece of it when they're gone. Mm -hmm. So got that right. Yep. An ounce of planning is worth a pound of prevention. All right. Well, there you go, John, give us a call. 888-532-0503. Uh, we got time for one more. Let's go to Peter. Uh, Peter says I'm 55 years old with 600,000 saved for retirement. Is it possible to retire at 62 claim social security and live off $6,000 a month for the rest of my life? Thanks. <laughs> Wow. Well, you know, Peter, um, <laughs> how do we know <laughs> how long are you going to live? Yeah. How long are you going to live? But you know, I, I sort of did the math on this and, and say he had the $600,000 and he didn't input any more money into that. Um, and, and we just take that rule of 72 that we talked about earlier. Yeah. If you made 4% or 6% or 8%. So in order for him to have $6,000 a month for the rest of his life, um, let's just take social security. So he's going to take early social security. So that's going to be like a, he's only gonna get 70% of his full retirement. Uh, benefit for Social Security. So if it was, example, 35000 a year, he's only going to get 24000 a year, twenty four five. So that's about $2,000 a month. 
So he's going to need $4,000 a month from his investment accounts to make that $6,000 a month that he wants. And that's, you know, without paying taxes. Um, $4,000 a month, he'd have to make more than 10% between now and his retirement age, more than 10% in that account, that $600,000 account, to be able to take that 4% rule so that he never outlives that money. The right. chances that his accounts are going to make 10%, over 10% for the next seven years are, uh, you know, I mean, I want to be in that account, but it's not going to happen. Uh, Peter, you're going to have to stay to work a little bit longer. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean he's doing all right, right? He's, he is doing all right. He is doing all right. He's obviously saved money. At 55, you've saved, but for the next seven years, what are you going to save more? You know, what, oh, what, yeah. what else are you going to do? So, um, Peter, you need to talk to us. Don't think you're at your home run yet, not for 6000 a month. Um, but we can get you there a lot closer if we know exactly what your plan is for the next seven years while you're still working. All right. Well, that just kind of wraps things up with a nice little bow. And let's invite folks to call one last time today and fill up that calendar. Hey, everybody, it's time to act. With all that's changing in the world today with the unpredictable markets and the economy, it's time to be proactive. Reach out to us today and ask for uh, an opportunity to do an asset map with us, a cash flow analysis, and build your own plan. Gives you an opportunity to have an intimate connection with your money. It gives you an opportunity to sit down with some professionals that answer the questions that's been bothering you forever. Also, maybe clear up some misinformation that's been given to you by someone that uh, thought they knew but necessarily didn't. Uh, in addition to that, We'll do a free risk assessment of your current investments. We'll make sure you're not paying too much in fees. We'll do a tax analysis to make sure that we can't free up some additional income in retirement. Once again, we'll bring all this together in a customized plan at no cost to you. We invite you to call now. And if you do, then it's absolutely cost-free. And we're not even going to put a limit on it. 10, 15, it doesn't matter. Just call us. We'll be glad to do it. Go to the website, www.myironplan.com. Call us at 888-532-0503. Hey, folks. Hope to this talk to you soon. Indeed. And uh, folks, it's really why we're giving you the opportunity here to review your individual circumstances at no cost, no obligation, just what Mal was talking about. What about risk in your portfolio? Do you know how much you're taking? What about red flags? Could be a potential problem for you down the line. Do you know how much you're paying in fees or commissions? And tax liabilities, so that's always something to talk about. And, of course, a lifetime retirement income plan that includes maximizing your Social Security benefits. Now, if you want to take advantage of this complimentary review, just give us a call. 888-532-0503. 888-532-0503. Mel, Che, always a pleasure. This is becoming one of my favorite hours of the week. goes by really fast, and we have a lot of fun besides. We really do. Thanks, Steve. We appreciate yeah, thank you. Thank you. We always enjoy it. And we want to thank everybody for listening. We really do appreciate it. And we're going to come back next week with new topics. Investment advisory services offered through Iron Plan Solutions Group, a registered investment advisor. During the show, Mal Mason and Che Kyle provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and products or services should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory services. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Iron Plan Solutions Group. By contacting Iron Plan Solutions Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.